God and my speech as well as everything else. And I don't want to give Jesus a bad name. Because hopefully, hopefully your coworkers, people that know you outside of church, know that you love Jesus. And you represent him outside of this place. So can we glorify God in our, in our speech? Let Christ be magnified when we speak to one another, especially when we have the opportunity by being wronged or offended. I haven't been threatened with being burnt by fire in a furnace, but, but I know that I still struggle sometimes. It's like, oh, I'm going to have the last word. But look, you, O king, your majesty, they, they just tell him, we want to be respectful. We want to show that we are the people of God. And I'm not going to give him a bad name by, by, by lipping off to him. But what do they do? They do stand firm. I'm sorry, that's not even part. I'm just talking, that was a whole thing. Um, I'm not even starting on my sermon yet. <laughs> so we better get going because we're going to be here till four. What I want to do is I want to give you three things that we should familiarize ourselves with this morning by looking at this quick story, okay? So we have here in, in verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king. And, and what I want to do is I want to stop there because if you'll look, you'll see in, in verses 13, 14, 16, 19, 20, 22, what is uh, the common denominator with all of that? Is that nowhere do you see Shadrach, and then something else. You always see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You never have Meshach wandering off by himself. They are close together. They are a tight-knit community. What I want to do is first is encourage you to get familiar with a community of people that are set apart for God's purposes. Now, there it is, set apart for God's purposes. It's been a little bit since I've been able to speak uh, to you all on, on Sunday mornings or whatever. So I'm wondering if you all remember a word that sums up set apart for God's purposes. What word, does, what does that mean? Okay, good grief. What was that? Holy. Okay, all right. I could have used a little bit more enthusiasm. Okay, he's... Timid. Jason, you play bass. I'm going to break your bass if you don't get more enthused. <laughs> I want to encourage you to get familiar with people that will point you in the direction of Jesus. This morning, think of somebody, because I know we've all got them. Who is it that you've got in your life that you should really probably be praying for, closely praying for, but when it comes to spending your time with them, you really ought to probably not be confiding in this person. You probably ought to not be looking for advice from this person. Get with people and expand your community to the point where you have encouragement on a daily basis. Get familiar with God's holy people and be around them because who you are with, you become like. You become like those who you're with. So get familiar with those people. It'd be, it's like this. So let me, let me paint you a picture real quick. We, we all work now, okay? Just imagine, this is fun. We all work in D.C., right? 
<laughs> you all with me? This is exciting. We're playing make-believe. We work in D.C., I don't know, as some intern. Maybe uh, the staff of Joseph R. Biden. Is it R or is it like J? Joe Q. Biden. Joseph Q. Biden. And, and we've got a little office. And all of a sudden, somebody comes and goes, the president of the United States, Joseph Q. Biden, would like to see you in, in the Oval Office. That would be kind of like, oh, okay, holy smokes, yikes. So, and so then you're kind of, then you're walking there, and he says to you, hey, Andy, thanks for uh, coming. Look, here's the deal. We've had a lot of complaints. The atheists are starting to complain. I want you to turn the Jesus music off. I want you to stop praying in your office so loud. I want you to get rid of all of your Jesus stuff. We don't want to know that you're a Christian here. And in fact, it'd be better if you weren't. Now, you're standing there. The leader of the free world is telling you, knock it off with Jesus. We don't want it. Will you be stronger if you have two friends behind you that are constantly an encouragement to you, telling you, keep your eye on Jesus. Keep your eye on Jesus. Make Jesus first. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's worship. Or will you be stronger if you're, on, if, if you're there by yourself and you're just kind of looking around and you see Nancy Pelosi? I don't know. It's like, it's like, you'd be kind of like, oh, man. All right. But you get my point. You get my point. Familiarize yourselves with God's holy people, with a community that's set apart for his purposes. Get familiar because then we are strengthened. All right, uh, and then moving on. We continue to read through here. So, verse 17, if this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king, which... You could do a whole section on that verse alone. But then verse 18, they say, But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. This reminds me of in 1 Samuel chapter 14, when Israel is, uh, is, is in the midst of war and Jonathan, Saul's son, King Saul, his son, Jonathan takes his armor bearer up and, and, and in 1 Samuel 14, verse 6, Jonathan said to the young man who carried his armor, I love this, it says, come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. And if, and if you read the rest of that, you know that Jonathan he goes and does a mighty thing. He does a huge thing, a huge, huge victory. And, and, and that's what this reminds me of is, is the verse 18, but if not, or uh, the NIV says, even if he does not rescue, even if. And this is what I want to, uh, the second thing I want to encourage you all with, or I want to push upon you, because this is vital, is get familiar with living outside of the sure thing all the time and living within the but if not type of faith the but if not type of faith that's where it's exercised that's where it's strengthened that's where God is glorified and our view of Jesus is magnified 
Because that makes sense. When we, when we step out and we go, okay, this, this was safety. This was comfort. Now it's kind of scary because this is unknown. Only God knows. If you've been coming to New Haven for any, any length of time, the last 20 years, 20 years ago, 1998, 99, we just had Bristol Road location. And we were running, we were running the uh, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. services. And on Easter, we got pews. If you haven't been over there, we've got pews. It's, it, it's a bit more of a traditional uh, building, I guess. It's more traditional than a gym, for sure. And we've got pews over there. And on Easter, we would have to bring in chairs. And people would have to stand at the back. And people couldn't park. We had to have people park across the street. We, we had packed out services. And I remember uh, one Wednesday night for our youth service, we had over 100 teenagers up there. And the fire department got called. They're saying it's a fire hazard. And I remember just thinking, that's insane. I, I think I understand why, because, I mean, you got 100 teenagers packed up into this. It's like, that must have been getting pretty musty up there. And I'm guessing it was probably one of the, one of the youth leaders that was probably like, I can't take it. I'm glad all these young people are here, but we got to get some of them out of here. I can't breathe. But I remember, actually, we had just talked about that. Uh, my dad, for those of you who don't know, my dad is the pastor. So there you go. Uh, he said, I could have I retired on that. I could have rode that to retirement. The problem was, was that God called him and the leadership out into the what if. God's calling on our lives is not always going to be comfortable. And it's not always going to be a sure thing. We're going to have to exercise and grow our faith in the what if, the even ifs, the but if nots type of uh, areas in our lives. And if you'll know, here's one thing about the fiery furnace, is that when you respond with a but if not type of response to whatever the devil is trying to do in your life, you have immediately invited the fiery furnace. I'm going to get to that though in a second. <laughs> because when we decided we're going to, so okay, so what do we do? So we're here now because of the type of but if not type of faith. We are here at this spot because of the but if not type of faith. Because the leadership 20 years ago didn't stay in the sure thing, staying where it's safe and where it's comfortable. And I can tell you that that invited fiery furnaces that we would not have had to deal with otherwise. One of them, one of them was we had to take a loan out, obviously, and we had to walk by faith and not by sight because banks don't become banks and don't stay being a bank by totally and completely eating 1.2 million dollars of a loan right is it 1.2 is that right and when we went through that when we were in that fiery furnace is what it felt like being pressed and squeezed we sought God we sought after Jesus and looked for his face and that's and 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 he delivered us onto the other side now in the last 20 years we've had to deal with fiery furnaces shoot We've had to deal with the literal furnace <laughs> over at Bristol Road. 
Nick knows what I'm saying. This past winter, y'all spent weeks over there with multiple companies. It's just things that we may not have to have dealt with if we stayed in the sure thing. And I can't imagine being bound and, and walking, being led to the fiery furnace without somebody like Shadrach or Abednego behind me. I know I would be so happy to see that I was not alone, that God had put people in my life to walk through this fire with me. I will say right now, the only burning fiery furnace that, I'm, that, that I walked through was yesterday, my wife was cleaning out the closet and I said, those are all my shirts? She said, yeah, you have a million t-shirts and you don't fit in any of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the furnace is real. It's so hot in here. Walking through the heartache and the pains in life will always be exponentially easier when you have a community of believers that you can rely on. And we're going to have to have those if we're going to step out of the sure thing. Okay, moving on, moving on. And then we're going to drop down to verse 24. Then King Nebuchadnezzar, well, because y'all get it, they done been sent into the fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? And they answered the king and said, true, O king. And he answered, but I see four men unbound. Here's the rub. Number three is, we're going to have to get familiar with the inside of the furnace. I don't want to be in the furnace. No one wants to be in the furnace. But where is Jesus found? I mean, we can look in the story. Where is Jesus found? Here, and it says in verse 25, he says at the end, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Now, that's not entirely a bad translation. KGV, the King James Version, says, like the son of God. You all know what a Christophany is? A Christophany is what they call... Is the, is the word they used when, when they believe that, when, and I do believe, when Jesus himself makes an appearance in the Old Testament. A Christophany. That's what, that's what this is. Jesus, like the Son of God. But here's the thing, is that this is the ESV, the English Standard Version here, like a son of the gods. And I thought, well, you can kind of forgive Nebuchadnezzar for his lack of theological depth. But... Actually, it's, it's like in Genesis when God made, well, when he made creation. In creation, he says, let us make man in our own image. The Hebrew word is Elohim. I'm not going to get all Hebrew or Greek on you today. So I'll rein it in for you. But that's where Jesus is often revealed, is in the midst of the fire. I don't want to be in the furnace, but if I'm going to be in the furnace, I, I need to know that Jesus 
is going to be revealed to me in the midst of the fire. The intimidation of the flames is never, is never bigger than the God that we serve and the God who is mighty to save. And that's, that's one. That's why we need to get familiar with the inside of the furnace because that's where Jesus is found. Number two, look at those words. I, I thought we cast three men bound in the fire. And then he says, but no, I see four walking around unbound, unbound. Another reason you get familiar with the inside of the furnace is because true spiritual liberty is often attained in the midst of the fire. I think of I think of the drug addict who can't kick it. And 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 one time too many and and puts them in a furnace. And then that's when somebody shares with him the gospel. And then that's when he finds Jesus because he's so at the end of his rope living in the furnace without Jesus. Can you imagine being thrown in the fiery furnace without Jesus? People do it. People are doing it right now. And I don't know, maybe it's a bad, a bad doctor's report. Maybe you took out a bad loan. Maybe the, the finances... I don't know, maybe the relationship. But it's always imperative that we find Jesus in the midst. And afterwards, after Jesus is found, that's when true spiritual liberty is attained. And I know Hebrews eleven six. 6, we just read that faith, without faith it's impossible to please God. This is the type of faith that requires us to take a stand. I mean, you're only going to take a stand if you're living outside of the sure thing. And you'll only be able to really uh, be motivated and encouraged to take a stand if you've got like-minded people with you. And you'll take a stand because... That's a demonstration of that kind of faith. And without that faith, it's impossible to please God. And when it's... And I, and I don't want you to get lost in, in, okay, the pleasing of God. Yeah, that sounds great. That is my life's... That is my life's goal, is to please God. May God be pleased with me. And if I have to be thrown into a furnace to meet Jesus... I'm afraid to pray that prayer, to be honest with you. <laughs> we used to sing a song, broken, brokenness, brokenness is what I long for. It ain't. No, it's not. We don't sing it. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't long to be broken. You know, I, I don't long to be thrown into the furnace. But here's the deal. With or without Jesus, you're going to be thrown into a fiery furnace at some point in life. It's going to be best for you to, to have Jesus with you. Take a stand. Take a stand. And, and, and I say that because God does reward. As my man, the Prince of Preachers, who knows who the Prince of Preachers is? Anybody? 
Oh my goodness, you heard it from the early service. Charles Spurgeon said, here's the thing, because taking a stand obviously does cost you, because it'll, it'll, it'll get you thrown in, into a fire. He says, you shall find that if the Lord pays you not back in the silver of earthly prosperity, he will discharge his promise in the gold of spiritual joy. And then he ends with, and I would have you remember that a man's life consists not in the abundance of that which he possesses. I love how he does make the, the contrast. The silver of earthly possessions compared to the gold of spiritual joy. I want to encourage you to take a stand. Live in the faith that is outside of the sure thing. And don't be afraid of the flames of the furnace when you go to seek Jesus. Because that's oftentimes that's where he's at. And so I want to encourage you, take that stand. And, if, and you know what? I don't know. Maybe you know, I, I, I don't really have a relationship with Jesus. I'm not going to lie to you. Jesus does not always take away the furnace, as we see here. He didn't take away the furnace. But you're going to go through a furnace multiple times in life. And Jesus meets you in the furnace. I can't say it enough. I've repeated it now over and over and over again. Take a stand. Get familiar with holy people so that they can be an encouragement to you and, and strengthen your faith. And live outside of the short thing and get familiar with the hardships and, the, and the, the heartaches and the hardships of life because that's where oftentimes Jesus is found. Let's meet Jesus. Let's go searching after him no matter the cost. As the ushers will come forward, we'll take up our Sunday morning offering. In the band, if, if, if y'all want to come up. I do want to close out with a, with a song. And <laughs> I was going to do a song. We're, we're, we're planning on doing a song called Another in the Fire. Y'all heard that song? Another in the fire. It seemed appropriate for given the topic, um, uh, but uh, but I think we might do a different one. Actually, boom, audible. I'm hey, I'm quarterbacking today. So, <laughs> yeah, the receiver downfield already. Yeah, all right. Well, let me go ahead and pray for us. Take up the offering, and um, and then we'll sing. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for meeting us. Thank you, Lord, that what is often designed to, to, to destroy us and to crush us, that we know that the enemy has always got his hand on the dial waiting to turn the furnace up to seven as soon as we oh, uh, become obedient and step out of the sure thing, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you meet us, you carry us through the trials in life. We cannot get through them any other way. Lord, I want to thank you. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you. Be glorified, I pray, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would use this offering, use this tithe. It is yours anyway. As we give it back to you, Lord, I pray that you would use it to nourish your church, advance your kingdom, that the gospel be preached,
Lord, I pray that you would give our leadership wisdom in how we handle these. That your name would be made great. In Jesus, Jesus' mighty name, amen.